everyone, it's Susan. Welcome to my channel. So happy to have you come back. I'm still answering your questions, and this is from a mature uh, viewer, but it, it could be anybody. It's about the infuriating nature of this, you know, swipe culture and relationships lasting one or two months. And this lady thinks it's because she's mature that she has no uh, patience for this. Um, it's for all of us that are clear. So, independent of your age, if you're dating and wondering why it's so crazy out there, let me read this letter and then I'll address some of the issues that attend online dating, okay? So, subscriber Angela writes, Susan, I am 52. How does an attractive woman, not young, but not old, date in the shallow swiping age? People on apps are accustomed to one to two month relationships and chronically move on to the next and the next and the next. It's so gross. No depth or true connection or love. I get ghosted, breadcrumbed, and experience falseness. Always help. Okay, Angela, your question is independent of your age. The reason it's so much harder for you, you remember what it was like when it wasn't like this. So, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, no, it's not a fantasy, it's not a movie. If anybody was dating and having relationships 25 plus years ago, men pursued us for the point of marrying us. You were dating one guy who was just dating you. That was it. And dating was very intentional and very purposeful. And the point was to fall in love and to merge. And of course, all of us got fooled once in a while, but that was the exception and it was not the rule. So now we live in a very fluid culture where people are trying out all different ways of being and all the mores and the sexual rules and whatever things scared us off, they're no longer there. So now what scares us off is commitment. And it's easy to ride the wave. The first wave is excitement until they become real and they let you down until you end up being 20 minutes late and they're irritated because it was raining and they're getting cold and now the table is gone and they don't know that they can hold it. And so it's all sorts of things. Um, I'm going to address the difference, Angela, is that you know exactly what you want and you will not tolerate fools, okay? This is endemic. It has nothing to do with age. When you are clear and you know exactly what you want, that means you also know exactly what you don't want. And when you know exactly what you want, you are very clear and you are very ready and very capable to make a commitment. It is infuriating, irritating, and nonsensical to go through all this drama. So let's start with what you may want to consider if you're dating. One, what apps are you using? There has been a lot of research lately that has shown that people that pay for apps tend to take their dating experience more seriously. Conversely, there are also a lot of uh, people that are fraudulent catfishing and scamming you and fraudulent profiles that seek out the sites where you pay because they know those people are really serious. So question who uh, are you meeting on what kinds of apps and vary the apps. If you can, try new ones that are more niche 
and more targeted so that you really do have a natural connection from the beginning, whether it's bowlers or farmers or bird watchers or fitness people. Try to find a more niche targeted audience that may be in that way a little bit more passionate about specific things and maybe hopefully specifically you. Another thing is understand the beast you're dealing with. When you're online, it's anonymous. Online allows people to be so mean, so nasty, so vengeful, because we don't know who they are, really. They have handles and screen names, and maybe that's their photo, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they don't live in the city. Maybe they don't live anywhere near you. Maybe they're not single. You just don't know. So if you are using an app and you still like to do online, which is fine, I would suggest looking for those apps that do verification processes or people who have used a verification process. So there are lots of different companies, XOXY is one, my colleague started that a number of years ago, that will verify not only that you are who you physically say you are, but that you also are STD free. And that's a really big concern in today's world of dating. So the alternative to this what you could do, Angela, um, you could have an initial conversation when you first meet your prospective partner. You could say, look, I know it sounds uncomfortable and maybe, you, you know, you're too polite and maybe you don't like confrontation, but I'm going to tell you something that really works for me and I found it works well for the people that I go out with. It's very common to like each other, but then, uh, not really. So if that moment comes, do me a favor. You can text me the following thing, not working for me. I won't, you know, come after you. I won't trash you. I won't get angry. I just will know. And then I'll do the same. Do we have that agreement? No hard feelings? There can be an explanation or not. It depends on how open we both are to it. But that'll be our cue. So you've given that person an out so they don't have to ghost you or breadcrumb you. Another thing you can do in your intro is you have to be very specific about what you're looking for. Remember, asking them, oftentimes they're going to tell you what they think you want to hear, but at least if you articulate what you're looking for, they have been forewarned, and you can always go back and call them out on that. If you say, look, I'm mature, I've been married and divorced, I know what it's like to be in love, I want love again, but I want to be in a loving, committed relationship with somebody that really wants that. So one of the first questions I used to ask is, are you open to the possibility of a relationship? If a relationship were to occur, would that be okay for you? Not only okay, are you desirous of that happening? What are your feelings on that? Because honestly, if you want a relationship and they're just dating to test the waters and get a little nibble here and a little nibble there, you're not on the same page. So I like to ask them, I tell them what my goals are, I like to ask them what theirs are, and sometimes they're incredibly honest, and they just kind of shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> and so, you know, you can talk about it. You have to have the same goals. Remember, it's a simple equation. When you're single and you want partnership, you want someone who wants what you want and they want it with you. That's it. Now. Another alternative to this swipe culture, Angela, is to do some in-person meeting. Get yourself a social life. Leave the house. 
If you have a dog, make sure you walk it, go to a dog park, meet people, tell people that you want to be set up. Do everything you can do to say yes and go out and take dates from people in an environment where you know them, the gym or bridge or some cooking class. I don't know, but just make sure that you get out and meet people. I have always found that a social situation works better because I can observe how this person is with other people. And I can look at them and see, hmm, are they well-liked? Do they seem to have a calm, consistent personality? It tells you a lot. It shows you who their friends are. It shows you how they interact. So I hope this has helped all of you. Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net. If you want to ask me a question, you really want my information, you can book me. Look at the consultation page, SusanWinter.net. Go right to it. There are three different options right now, a day, 45 minutes, or by the minute. And happy to have you hear this if you prefer on iHeartRadio, The Susan Winter Show. Thanks for writing me. If you have a video request, it is on the contact page underneath the media. Go straight to the little box that says video requests, click on it, and submit your question. Thanks, everyone.